Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? Okay, this is not your normal podcast introduction, no. right? Not the normal sound quality because we are nope. filming this Not the on, normal spot. Not the normal spot. We are filming this on an iPhone. And if you're watching us, you see a beautiful lake in the background because we are up in Canada, Joey's home country, having a blast. But we wanted to film this intro for you because we just had an incredible conversation with Haley Rafton yeah, all the way from so Sydney, Australia. She's a photographer. She was in our Creative Rise Mastermind. And she's done some pretty incredible yeah, stuff. Yeah, she hit her first six figures in her first year of full-time business. That's crazy. Um, and she's going to talk about how she did that, some of the things that went really well, some of the things that didn't go well uh, through this interview. So you do not want to miss it. It's yep. going to be so good. So here's our interview with Haley. All right. Hey, <laughs> Haley. Oh, that's fun. Hey, they Haley. Do people always say that? I am so sorry. I'm probably like the 800th person hey, to Haley. ever say that to you. Yeah. Hey, Haley. Hi, Haley. Welcome, Haley, <laughs> Welcome, to Haley. the Creative Rise podcast. We're so glad to have you on. We were telling you, like, full transparency, like, two <laughs> minutes ago, before we <laughs> turned on record, that we were so excited for this episode. But we are, like, honestly so excited for this episode for so many reasons. I told you, Christy, you were going to intro, and now I'm taking <laughs> the intro. So I'll pass it back to you. Taking my intro. But this is a fun intro because Haley is currently on a completely different time zone, and I'm going to try to avoid any, like, Finding Nemo references <laughs> or saying things like Down Under. Haley, tell us where you are from and where you are sitting right now yes. for these people that are watching. So I'm from Sydney, Australia, and right now I'm sitting in my car because it is the quietest place to be. <laughs> oh my gosh, there was just one it. of those... It was. It was supposed to be the quietest place to be until the neighbor started whippersniffering in the background, but you know, they've stopped now. So it's <laughs> okay. This is okay. Also but did you just fun. see that dog? What are those dogs that you really love? A oh, dog just walked a by her a car. Oh, really? A dachshund? A dachshund or a dash hound? Dachshund? The little ones with mini legs. I literally just saw oh, one walk by. Oh, little sausage. Yeah, little sausage dog just walked by. So. Oh, wow. That was a treat for everyone that's watching. <laughs> yeah. That was so a treat for everyone. You were only watching. listening on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you got to go catch the IGT. <laughs> Haley, what part of so Australia cool. are you coming in from? Um, yeah. At the moment, Currently. I'm on the south coast, which is like four hours south of Sydney. That's you're originally great. from Sydney? Yes, originally from Sydney. Yes, yes. That's great. Cool, and then cool. what do you do in your creative career? So what, what do you got going for you? What are you doing right now? Yes, so I'm mainly a wedding photographer, weddings and elopements, but I also host content retreats for photographers. And I'm also just starting to get into shooting Airbnbs and brands just a little bit, but that's only the beginning for that part. Love it. <laughs> which Love you're crushing it. it at, which is so cool. Absolutely How long have it. you been doing all this for? How long have you been like a professional creative for? Yeah. So I started my first wedding was end of 2018, I think, but it was kind of just a little side hustle for like all of 2018 and 2019 because I um, was studying full time and also worked another job. So it was just like a little side hustle for the first couple of years. And then I quit my job at the end of 2019 and graduated. So I could have a fresh slate for 2020. And then 2020 was my first year full time, which was very rocky, obviously, because of the pandemic. But yeah, no, I love it. Okay. First year of business in 2020. <laughs> that is crazy because I didn't know that that was your first full time year. I didn't year. either. And that's so crazy because, spoiler alert, one of the things we're going to talk about, Haley, make sure that I'm right when I say this, but you hit your first six figures in 2020, correct? Yeah. So your, your, yes. first, your first year in full-time business, you hit six figures in the middle of a pandemic. 
if that does not set up this call <laughs> or set up this this podcast for like, man, there's going to be some value here. I don't know what else is going to say. Like, Ailey, do you realize that that is a really cool thing? No. That's like, amazing. <laughs> that is crazy. I, I thought it was like, oh, I've been doing full time for a few years. And 2020 like was my first six years. figures. Not, oh, it was also my first year of business and I hit six figures. That's a, that's huge, Haley. That's crazy. really cool. Yeah. So that cool. is so wild. Okay. Well, to move forward. Yes. Christy's got another question for you. I got that she last, loves asking. Last rapid fire questions. That's why these questions have been coming hot at you right okay. now. Last rapid fire question is what is something that you have bombed, Just bombed in your business? Like total epic fail, total embarrassing moment. Like what in your mind comes up where you go, oh gosh, I wish nobody knew this, but everyone on the Creative Rise podcast is going to hear it <laughs> right now. Okay. I have a very specific moment for this. So I was shooting a wedding. Love it. And this was in a Catholic church. And this particular Catholic church had a Baptist pool at the end of the aisle. And I was shooting the ceremony. They just announced them husband and wife. Everyone cheered, they kissed, and then they start walking back down the aisle. And I'm walking backwards, as you do as the photographer, getting that shot. And I remember thinking, oh, I have to remember that that pool is there. <laughs> but in the moment, you're just so focused on getting that shot. And then I like hit the back of the pool and I start like falling into the pool. And like the bride and groom stopped, everyone like gasped. And I was like, it was all in slow motion in my mind. Like I was like slowly falling in. It was lucky that the the edge of it was pretty like, had a pretty wide edge. And I started falling in and normally I don't really have second shooters, but a miracle happened. And that time I had a second shooter and they like grabbed me by my strap and like pulled me back out of the pool. And everyone just like cheered. And I was like, oh my goodness, that was like their moment. Like they just got married and I freaking had to fall into like a pool. So that was definitely probably something I found in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Haley, that's that a really is good so story. Good. That's really good. That, okay. A very similar thing happened to me. It was not into a pool, but I was walking backwards again, as every wedding photographer does on the aisle. Uh -huh. You're walking backwards and I hit some cement step or something and I literally was falling back. My head almost hit the ground. The groom reached out and grabbed my <laughs> arm and pulled me back and everyone clapped. And I was like, it is the worst when everyone claps after you almost yeah. fall. It is not so, something you want to experience. <clears throat> I have a story like this too, and we're going to get into this podcast because we need to. But Everyone listening to this podcast knows I don't shoot weddings. Christy, you know that. I've shot now a few weddings with Christy on the side, like not on the side as if I get like paid for it. On the <laughs> side as, as though like I'm her husband. So I've shot them with her. But I did shoot one wedding one time and I was filming it. It was a friend's wedding. And I was walking backwards down the aisle, so zoned in, like got my full rig, stabilizer, everything, getting like the perfect shot. And there was this like little stand on the side of this really narrow church aisle and I nailed it with my elbow oh. and it knocked over this like super old, important, like family vase thing and <sighs> smashed it with flowers. It had flowers oh, in it and smashed it. What and I just, and I just kept walking and like kept going. What if it was someone's urn? No, like, Christy. Okay. We're going to get into the podcast. Christy is going to a place that this shouldn't go. Anyways, Haley, we got connected with you mm -hmm. because you joined a round of the Creative Rise Mastermind. And mm -hmm. we are so grateful for that. Not only because you were awesome for everyone in that group. Mm -hmm. And I think every, you would say the same thing that that group was awesome for you. And we can talk about that later on. But we had so much fun connecting with you and getting to become good friends. And we can't wait for the day when she gets to come here. We were talking about this the other day. When you get to come to America yeah. or we come down to Oz, yes. we're probably going to come to Oz, to be honest, Please probably do. before you come to America. <laughs> but we know you through that and then we've become friends. And so 
take us back because we want to talk about your story. There's a lot of things that we can pull out of your story. Again, it's already been brought up. You hit six figures in your first year of business. That's insane. Very insane, especially in a pandemic. Take us back to what that first year looked like. What did it look like for you to jump out of what you were doing as a student and kind of doing it part-time? What made you go, I'm jumping into this full-time. I'm jumping into this in the beginning of 2020 and I'm going after it. What did you do? And then what did it feel like when COVID hit and like everything was like, oh shoot, I don't know what's going to be going on. Like just talk us through the beginning of your story that way. Yeah. So I think my lifestyle was quite busy when I was studying full-time and also working. So I couldn't really put much time and energy into my business. It was just kind of when I had time for it. And I think I was pretty much burnt out by the end of finishing studying. And for me, I just wanted like a clean slate. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the fact that it was a new decade or just like the end of finishing studying. But something about me just wanted to just jump straight into it. And I think if I had the other job on the side, I wouldn't have like forced myself to be as successful as I was. I would have just kind of been a bit stagnant. So for me, I just liked the idea of a clean slate. And so I literally one day, I remember just, having the idea like, okay, not today's the day I'm going to quit. I had, I'd kind of had it in the back of my head, but literally that one day and I messaged my boss the next day and then I quit the, like literally the next day. So it was very much like a split decision, but I knew that it felt right. And it then enabled me to just like have a clean slate and just focus purely on the business for 2020, which obviously was about three months. Um, And I kind of had like a lot of momentum going from there. I feel like I just was really motivated after just having all this free time. So I really dived straight into it. But then obviously COVID hit in March and everything kind of changed from there. But yeah, I just wanted to have that clean slate and just dive fully into it. So that's why I quit. Mm. Yeah. So COVID hits. What were you doing up to that point in your business? Were you just a wedding photographer and just an elopement photographer? I was, yeah, just doing weddings and elopements. And I was wanting to get into destination weddings. And I actually was in America when COVID hit. It was kind of like you could, you'd heard about COVID, but it wasn't really a thing. But then when I was in America, COVID got really bad. And so I was there about to shoot my first destination wedding, which was my big dream to shoot destination weddings and elopements. And then the wedding got canceled because of COVID and I had to come home. So I was really disappointed after that because that was kind of the big dream. And then obviously when COVID hit, Australia shut all its borders and we weren't able to travel at all. So I think I felt a bit lost because my whole dream and goal was to shoot destination weddings. And all of a sudden I was stuck at home. I couldn't travel at all. I couldn't even shoot weddings in Sydney. So yeah, it really hit me pretty hard. Definitely. What was the turning point for you? So you were discouraged. You were like, okay, I thought I had kind of gotten there with my dream of like being able to get at the very precipice of what you were wanting to be doing mm-hmm. and then having the disappointment, having to come back home, feeling like you weren't able to do anything. What was the turning point for you? When did things start to change and shift? Yeah. I don't remember it being like a specific moment. It was kind of like a few months because we were in lockdown for a while. So I think there was like lots of ups and downs in there, but I've always been someone who has invested into education and valued that. So I'd been doing like some courses and trying to like teach myself as much as I could with all the spare time I had in lockdown. But I think I was still lacking motivation and I was a bit frustrated at myself for not being able to really implement stuff because I had all this information and all these courses, but I just wasn't actually making changes in the business. 
And then that was why I joined the mastermind because when I heard that it was something that you do with people and you have accountability, I was like, okay, I need this because there's so many courses I've bought that are just sitting in my email inbox that I've like watched the first episode or like listened to parts of it, but I never actually implemented it. So for me, I was like, I just need those people around me, like especially in lockdown, like I just needed community and I just needed people to cheer me on and to have people to cheer on and just, I guess, grow together rather than just feeling so isolated by myself trying to work it all out. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. Enter the mastermind. You jump into the mastermind. We get to meet you. Super fun. You get to meet a bunch of other people. How did you go from there, you know, still in, because you were primarily still in lockdown Mm -hmm. to... I remember one of our first conversations, you were like, ah, oh, you know, I really want to do this, this, and this, and this. And you're like, but I feel I have to like pick one. Mm-hmm. And you f- like, I feel like I have to like niche down. And what did the mastermind kind of change for you? Because it, it sounds like, and from what we know in, in getting to like be on that journey with you, I feel like there were some pretty big changes that were made just in your perspective of like how you wanted to run your business, mm-hmm. which is the beautiful thing about implementation, right? Going, oh, I actually, I'm deciding because I run the business. I want to do things this way now instead of being forced to do it the way that I always thought that I had to do it. Mm -hmm. And we watched you do that really well. So what were some of those changes that you think you made through the mastermind that allowed you again to go back to hitting six figures in your first year? Yeah. So I think before the mastermind, I was very much in the mindset of I need to niche down. And I think the industry does kind of teach you that. And Originally, I started doing um, weddings and families and like big weddings, small weddings, elopements. And then when I found elopements, I do love the outdoors and I do love adventure. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm just going to niche completely into that. So I pretty much, I, I think I stopped taking some bigger weddings and I was kind of just focused on elopements. And when I joined the mastermind, you guys completely opened up like my eyes in terms of expanding because I think as well, being an Enneagram 7, I do get bored quite quickly. And I think if I had niched all the way down, I think if I'd niched all the way down into just doing one thing, I think I would have burnt out and just been really bored and probably wanted to give up. So I think you guys really opened up my mind and I'd never heard anything else apart from niche down. Like that's all I knew. So it was very interesting to me how you guys spoke about, you know, expanding and being able to do different things and that being okay. So from there, I started, I started doing big weddings again because I found out actually I do really like them. So I started doing big weddings again, still doing elopements. And I actually started doing the content retreat, which was something that I'd always wanted to do, but I didn't really believe in myself as much to do it. So then I was able to expand into doing that side of business as well. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that because I remember when we, when we were talking about you and potentially jumping into the mastermind, I think we did talk about these retreats and you had this dream, but you're like, I can't do it for five years. Like I can't, there's no way I could do it for that long. Talk to us about how that happened. Why you decided, Hey, you know what? This is the time I'm going to do it now. Yeah. Like you were saying, I think for me, I'd always wanted to do it for like the past two years. But I always thought it was for people who'd been doing weddings for like, you know, five to 10 years who are super established and have heaps of followers. So I never like thought that I would actually do it. But I remember one week it was like on my mind and I started thinking up ideas and dreaming up things. And then Chrissy, you messaged me and you were like, hey, have you ever like thought about doing the content retreat? And that was like such a great moment for me because I was like, actually, yeah, I've been thinking about it this whole week. And it was, that just blew my mind. I felt like you've been reading my mind all week. And then I kind of feel like she does that. Yeah, <laughs> it was so well, but yeah, then we kind of, I told you, I was like, yeah, I've been thinking about it. And then we just kind of like voice messaged for like hours back and forth on like different ideas. And I, love it. I really felt like 
to have someone there to actually help me, not just like believe in me to like inspire me, but also like give me practical tools and like answer my questions on how to actually set it up and how to actually run the business. So I think just having you there to help me just really gave me like the motivation to be able to actually just set it up and do it. And I was like, okay, like I'm actually going to take action on this. I'm actually going to do it. And I think I launched it like within a month. It went from like just being an idea and a dream I was going to do for like yeah, five you years. Launched so, it super quick. Yeah, I launched it like so quickly. I think it was within the month. And then the retreat was like two or three months later. So it went like really, really quickly. But yeah, it's just crazy how it went from something that I wasn't going to do for so long. And the fact that you just, I guess, motivated me just to take action on it pretty much straight away. So amazing. You sold it out twice too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. There's a lot of people listening to the podcast right now who are probably going, dang, like I've wanted to do something like that. Or I want to switch and change my niche or just expand my niche or try something new. And they're like stuck in that. And like you said, they might not do it because they might not have people to do it with. You've done it. What can you kind of like encourage somebody with right now who might be sitting here going, I really want to do what Haley did and like step out and kind of like jump into something. What can you encourage them with that's just going to like push them over that like first step, that like fence? Like what was it for you that made you just go, you know what, screw it. Why not try it? Why not go for it? Because it's scary to just all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm going to host a retreat and I've got this amount of spots. And you're like, shoot, is anyone going to show up? Like that's not a, that's not a, that's not a thing you naturally step into with like a ton of confidence if you've never done it before. Mm -hmm. right so like what can you do to encourage somebody who's listening to the show who's my bitch going like i want to have that courage like Haley did because i want to do this or this or this Mm -hmm. i think for me i remember just saying to myself like what's the worst thing that could happen like the absolute worst that can happen and i was like okay the worst thing that could happen is i launch it and like no one buys it like that's the absolute worst and then i was like okay if that happened what would i do and i was like well i'll probably just reach out to my photographer friend and just so I was like, I would, if worst case, if I didn't sell any tickets, I would just reach out to my photographer friends, offer it to them for free, and then just cover the expenses for the retreat and just tell them, like, not to tell them to lie that they paid for it, but just tell them not to say that it was for free and just do it. And then that would be the absolute worst case. I would lose some money. It would be a bit sucky to not sell out, but that would kind of be the worst thing that could really happen. And I think we kind of build up in our mind, like, all these things and worry what other people think. And for me, I was like, oh, like, what are people going to think? I've only been doing it for two years. Like, you know, all the people who kind of launch retreats in America have been like doing it for five years and they have like 100,000 followers. Like, who am I? I think I had literally 2,000 followers at the time. But I remember just thinking like, there's none in Australia. Like, there's so many in America and there was a need for it here. And that was something that I wanted for myself. Like, I wanted to attend one but there was none in Australia and I know that the wedding industry in Australia needed that like there was that problem that there was so many in America that we all watch and we all want to be there and we can't fly there because of COVID so I was like well I might as well just do one here and then yeah that's kind of how it came about. I love that I love that you went you know what here's something I want to do but also here's something that people need Mm. it's not just oh I want to do this it's hey, here's actually a need and I'm filling a hole Mm -hmm. and it's actually something that I want, but no one else is providing. So why not me? Like, why don't I do it? Why don't I take the initiative to do it? You're such an action taker. I (laughs) love that. Like, I love that you're such an action taker and you're not afraid of, hey, what, like sometimes we make the worst case scenario worse than it really is. You know what I'm saying? Like the worst case scenario tends to not be as bad as maybe you think it might feel. Yeah. 
So I love that, Haley. I love that you've got, you had that confidence to just go for it and you did it in community too, Mm, which is really cool. It was so fun walking through that with you. I think that was really amazing. That's awesome. What do you feel like you would do differently when you were first starting? Is there anything where you're going, okay, if someone, cause you, you succeeded so well in your first year, right? Like you hit six figures. That is something not a lot of people can say. A lot of people don't hit that in like five, six years. Exactly. What's something with that hindsight that you have now, hindsight 2020, that you would do differently in that first year or that you wish you had done sooner or Mm -hmm. anything like that? I think building community around me because I think I went from like years of being in college, I went to a Bible college where community is very focused. And so I went from like two years of like completely being like in community to like to leaving that graduating and then the pandemic hitting, working for myself and being so isolated. So I think for me, like the first probably nine months, 2020 was pretty isolating, pretty rocky. And I think I joined you guys in October. So I think just like finding community, finding people who are ahead of where you want to be and just like, yeah, building friends and connections in the industry is so important because I think otherwise you can just, yeah, become completely isolated. And it is like pretty hard working for yourself if you don't have that community around you. So I would definitely say like reach out to people, um, make friends and just find mentors, find people who are where you want to be and just like, yeah, just get as much help as you can from people around you. Oh, that's so good. I love that. That's really good. Oh, Haley, this was so fun. <laughs> so good. Haley, keep going on that point. What's something that you would say? Because we're in the middle of the mastermind launch right now. Mm-hmm. You jumped into that. By the way, I don't think we've even ever asked you this. How did you even find Creative Rise? I don't know if we've ever asked you this. I think I found... Was it through like... I think I found Christy through home team. I think that's what it was. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you jumped into that headfirst with us and... You obviously your story is, is amazing, and we're we're so stoked to to be a small part of that and get to watch that unfold and continue to be be friends and become a part of that as as the future rolls out. But speak to the person that might have been like where you were at last, let's say January, but sorry, the January twelve twenty twenty when you started mm-hmm. pre jumping into this stuff. If you had the you know awareness that you have now about how it helped you, mm-hmm. about how the mastermind helped you, about how jumping into that, about how getting to do things together and implementing with people and around people helped you. What would you say to that person who's kind of in that spot where they're like, "I really want to do something," you know, with my business. I really want to blow it up. I really want to hit six figures. I really want to even hit fifty k. Whatever it's going to be, I want to do this full time and I want to do it well to the point where it gives me financial freedom and I get freedom of my time. What would you say, looking back, having all the perspective you have to that person who's not quite sure if they're in a spot where they even like can invest in themselves or if they should or you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And I totally get like the fear if it's about like money and things like that, especially in a pandemic, like it can be scary to invest in yourself for sure. But I think like, I mean, I literally did six figures in the year of the pandemic. And I think if I hadn't joined you guys as masterminds, that wouldn't have happened whatsoever. So the amount that you invest in, you always get back so much more and you can just grow so much more when you're around people who are like, who care about education and wanting to learn. Like, you know, that saying is like the five people around you, you're like a mix of the five people around you, like get around people who are wanting to grow, who are where you want to be, because if you're doing this by yourself, like you're never going to get where you want to be and you're going to get there so much faster if you're around people and you actually implement people, you get ideas of people who are doing the same thing as you and you can just cheer each other on. So I would just say 100%, like it's so worth it. 
and yeah just find the people who are really going to like empower you and cheer you on because doing it by yourself you're never going to get where you want to go totally okay i love that last question this is our signature question from your perspective why should somebody be unapologetic about giving themselves the shot to even try and break the creative struggle Mm. why should they go for it yeah why should someone who's not going for it say you know what i'm gonna go for it because Haley convinced me why should they do that i think because when your business is thriving, you thrive in your life as well. It's also intertwined and it's also connected. And I think there's like no limit to the life that you can create and the impact you can have on other people when you work for yourself versus working for someone else. I think. Totally. Nice. We love that. Haley, so thanks good. for being on the show. This is awesome. Thank um, you so much. Your story is amazing. Like we've said a hundred times, we're so glad that we're, that we're friends with you <laughs> yes. um, and, and that we just get to, get to watch you continue to build what you're doing. So I said this was the last question. I've actually got one more question. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Where can they go? Oh my gosh, I want to follow her or I want to talk to her. How can people get connected with you? Yeah. Well, I guess mainly it would be Instagram, which is just Haley Rafton, H-A-Y-L-E-Y. <laughs> and my website is HaleyRafton.com. Perfect. We'll put that also in the show notes so you guys can connect yep. with her as well. But Haley, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for getting up early for us. <laughs> it's early. A fully different time zone. Thanks <laughs> for being in your car with cute dogs running around <laughs> behind you. We so appreciate your time. And yeah, we cannot wait to keep watching and keeping a part of what happens in your business. We're totally. really, really stoked. So thank you guys thanks so much. much. Thank and you. thank you everyone for listening. And yeah. yeah, love it. Wow. What a fun conversation that was with Haley absolutely incredible mm-hmm. sitting six figures in her first year of business is insane and as you can tell she is a fun person a lively person and these are mm-hmm. the type of people that join in on the creative rise mastermind they are there for not only their success but for mm-hmm. the success of those around them which is why we absolutely love this mastermind and if you didn't already know the creative rise mastermind is open for applications we are accepting people this week into the next round. It's our sixth round. Over mm-hmm. 100 people have gone through this. Totally. Absolutely incredible. So It starts October 3rd. Yep. So six weeks of growth for your creative business starting October 3rd, ending on November 14th, I think. And if you want to be just like Haley and 100 other plus people that have gone through this and gone, hey, I'm not going to, I'm not okay with where my business is now, whether it's in a great place or it's in a bad yeah. place, you just want more out of it. You want more growth out of it. This six-week mastermind is designed exactly to help you do that. So we cover everything from brand, marketing, marketing, you know, money stuff, figuring out your success plan, road mapping stuff, customer value journey things, all the way to talking about what does it mean to implement and, and hustle in a healthy way so you do not burn out. So, yeah. so much great content. It's full of modules. So you guys get access to for life, actually, which is really cool. Yeah. Lifetime modules, which is amazing. And you'll consistently get the updates as we update those modules. You'll also get those too in your private Creative Rise Mastermind Library. Yeah. Weekly Zoom calls with the whole fam to talk about what's going on, what's going good, what's going bad, how we can help you break through what's stopping you that week. And then we have private strategy calls, two-on-one calls with Christy and I and you, which is super fun, yeah. and accountability groups and a whole lot more. So, so, so much fun, so much growth. And that's the reason why people just like Haley get awesome results. So if that's you, we want you to head over to creativerise.com right now jump in there, apply. Do not wait. We're only taking applications for a few more days if we're not already sold out by the time you're watching this. So go over to creativerise.com immediately and apply and we can't wait to see you in there. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.